Guess who's back? Back again. Guess who's back? Tell your friends. I wish that I had a theme song, but I don't. And I don't know if I can play other people's music. What up, everybody? Welcome back to the One Too Many Podcast. I hope everybody's doing well today on this uh I don't even know what day of the week it is, thanks to uh, the pandemic. And to be honest, who gives a fuck what day of the week it is? At the end of the day, it's a podcast. You can listen to me whenever the fuck you want. And that's the beauty of anything that's on demand. Like right now, I'm picturing in 2023, in a couple of years, some Korean kid finding me on Apple or Spotify uh, who is this uh, one uh, too many? Uh, or maybe he would say Juan. Uh, who is this uh, Juan too many? I used to have uh, an Asian math teacher. She could never say my name, Juan. She would always call me Juan. <laughs> Juan was great. But uh, I know right now, if you think that that was racist, you should actually see me doing my Asian accent because I put tape in the back of my eyes and slant my eyes back the way uh, white people used to do in the old uh, movies, playing Asians, you know, like The Last Samurai, which starred Tom Cruise. (laughs) Do you remember that one? Um, Can you imagine if they made that movie today? The balls on fucking Tom Cruise to play a samurai. Not only a samurai, he was playing The Last Samurai who happened to be a badass, white-privileged motherfucker who was doing what the Japanese couldn't do, apparently, and kicked the... Who were they fighting? The British or whatever? I I barely remember the movie, but I know that he was the last samurai, a white man. Uh, I I can see why Asians would be pissed off at that whitewashing. That one I get. I totally get. Trust me. But I know that someone's actually being offended by me saying, a Juan too many, in my horrible Asian accent. I don't even know if that's a Korean or Japanese or Chinese. My accent, <laughs> they all sound the same the way I'm doing it. But uh, Which is fitting since some of you racist bastards listening think that they all look the same and you can't tell them apart either. So it is what it is. Uh, now that I think about it, talking about the whole Asian uh, and, and uh, cancel culture, you know what wouldn't get made today thanks to uh, the CC um, woke folk community? Um, I'm going to say that A Christmas Story, one of my all-time faves, had that scene where they're in the Chinese restaurant having dinner. <laughs> the, the, the staff is being yelled at their manager because they're singing, uh, what is it they're singing? Deck the halls and uh, the guy's just yelling at them, t- trying to get them to say it right. It's it's great, but uh, they would have definitely hit my boy Ralphie in the head on that one with the cancel culture. That one would not happen at all. But you know what is happening and what isn't whitewashed is Mulan, uh, the Disney movie after being pushed back for months is finally coming out um, despite the pandemic, but Disney is going to release it on Disney Plus. It's going straight to Disney Plus. 
I saw for 30 bucks, you can rent it. I guess you see it one time. You don't own it. You're only renting it for 30 bucks. And I love this idea. I've been wanting for the ability to pay for movies that are in the movie theater on demand um, in my home. I've been wanting that for years. And I was always willing to shell out more money for that. I mean, if you're telling me that I could see a Marvel movie or the Batman or some shit at home for anywhere between 30 to 50 bucks, I'm all for that shit. I spend way more money on the theater between the tickets and the food that I usually sneak in. But either way, between all that, I'm spending way more money. And I got to sit next to a bunch of douches that are going to talk during the movie. Oh, hey, Sue, did you, did you see that? Oh, my God. Or they're going to open up their phone and, and look at a text message with their glowing light. It doesn't matter how many times you put that, um, uh, you know, um, a PSA for people to be considerate during the movie. These selfish motherfuckers. First of all, they're usually late, so they don't even see the PSA. Those are the ones that come. Once you see you're sitting down and everybody's there enjoying the movie and they're ready and we're, we saw the previews, those are the people that are going to behave. You can sit there and you can scan who's the asshole. So you, you can see who's on their phone for the last minute. You can see who's a little too chatty. But it's the ones that come in late. They usually come with a fucking kid who's going to cry and ruin the movie. Um, I remember I went to go see The Joker. And the couple that brought The Joker, they came with like a five-year-old kid. I'm like, hey, you fucking shitheads. Did you not see... The preview to this movie, this isn't a Batman movie. And the whole time, the kid's just asking for the Batman. Where's Batman, Daddy? Where's Batman? Sorry, kid. Your parents are a bunch of morons that apparently don't know this was a rated R movie. They missed that. But anyway, the point is, I don't miss that about the movie theaters. Well, I love watching movies, but I don't miss being in a movie theater. So if I can skip out on all that bullshit, I'd rather pay more money. I mean, I know that sucks for the movie theaters and all, but listen, no one wants to risk dying to watch some flick. Um, You know, I know it's going to put a bunch of high school kids out of work. Sorry. It is what it is. Uh, I want to watch movies at home, and this might be the new normal. I know a few movies have already come straight to demand during the whole pandemic, but this is the real first blockbuster. Like, nobody gave a fuck about whatever movie Vin Diesel made. And what was the other one? The Invisible Man and a few others. Scooby-Doo. A bunch of bullshit movies. But this Mulan, that's the big one. And the fact that Disney's doing it, uh, and if it works, it's going to be what's going to set the trend for for everybody else. And speaking of Disney Plus, I don't know why the fuck they're calling it a plus. It's more like Disney minus. Because the motherfuckers haven't done shit for me since The Mandalorian came out. And that was, what, in October or September, October, when The Mandalorian was out? I think it ended right around November, December. And here we are. It's August, and you motherfuckers still haven't given me any content worth a shit? Like, what the fuck happened? They were supposed to be the next Netflix. They announced all this content that's coming from Marvel. They're going to have a movie for this one and that one and nothing. Nothing. Not a fucking peep. Nothing. The Mandalorian ended. And yeah, I'm not going to lie. The Mandalorian was dope as fuck. 
but how long do you think I'm going to watch reruns of the original X-Men or the Marvel movies all over again? The Lion King. I, I, Nostalgia is only going to hold me down for so long. Um, you know, it's just, you're not a Netflix killer if you're not producing content. And everything that's on Disney Plus, I've seen. So it's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's really disappointing now that I think about it. It really pisses me off that I've been paying monthly for this. And I'm not getting anything for it. Uh, it's a bunch of bullshit. So um, Disney, get your fucking act together. You mouse-cateer, hot diggity dog, cocksucking sons of bitches. Uh, come out with some content. I saw the Beyonce Blackest King for about 20 minutes, and I got bored. That was like the big thing that came out last week. And everybody was like, oh, Blackest King, Blackest King, Beyonce. I'm not a huge Beyonce guy. <clears throat> no, I mind you, I do love looking at her. She's very curvy. She's sexy the way she moves. And maybe I should have muted the video and put my own Spotify list. I might have enjoyed it more. Sorry, Beehive. But Bay ain't for me. It's just not my thing. And I, I get it. She's empowering black people. I think that's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with that. But if I'm being honest, I think Brown is king. How about that? I'm waiting for J-Lo to come out and throw her dunk down for us Latinos and represent. Anyway, my point is, Disney Plus is not doing what they need to do uh, in terms of content. It's a bunch of bullshit. And uh, you're not even number two behind Netflix, in my opinion. I think that HBO is ahead of them. HBO is number two in my book. Disney's, if I had to rank them, um, I would probably put Disney at number three. And that's close. I mean, I'm having them just edging out Amazon, who doesn't even make content for a living. Like Disney, this is your bread and butter. This is how you make money, is fucking making movies and making shows. And um, Amazon, which makes us money off uh, delivering me toilet paper, uh, they could give two fucks about about that. Jeff Bezos doesn't give a shit about Amazon Prime Video. It's just a throw-in. And yet, it's somehow really close to Disney Plus, in my opinion. And that's not good for you, Disney. So let's get the content together. Let's start rolling some shit out and give us a real legit competitor. Although HBO is doing some good things. They have great content. But Netflix is king, man. Netflix just keeps pumping shit out. That's why they're top dog. Uh, for instance, or right now, uh, me and my lady are watching a show called uh, The Indian Matchmaker. Well, we just finished it, actually. It's a reality dating show that gives you a look into the whole arranged marriage uh, part of the Indian culture. It's not super exciting. I'm not going to front. They're, they're all just pretty much nice Indians. Even the ones that I don't like, they aren't like heels or controversial. There's no Snooki, basically. You know, the type. it's not the type of show that you're accustomed to here in America where um, you're going to have a shit show. That, that's what sells. Um, they're very legit, very real Indians. But still, the concept of the arranged marriage, it fucking blows my mind. And... I think it's a good look for Indian culture overall. Um, that like we've never seen it before. I never really seen a look into Indians this way, so I like it. I know that um, there's a lot of people in the uproar because it brings light to the caste system and all that. But um, you guys can go fuck yourselves. 
it's their culture. You can't expect shit to just change instantly from one generation to the next uh, just because you put out some angry tweets and hashtags. I just, I love how they don't want white people stealing cultures, right? But when you find something you don't like about another culture, you try to change it and confront, you know, make it assimilate to what white people culture does basically. So it's like, you know, American culture, whatever you want to call it, but you're trying to change things. So you can't just fucking push this shit down people's throats, baby steps. I'm sure that the kids growing up today here in America, especially have a different mentality from their parents who came here and their parent they probably have a different mentality from their grandparents. You know, it's just like a whole thing. And, uh, I like the show because it's, it's Indians being real Indians, you know, not the stereotypical bullshit. So I dig it. Um, anyway, I get invested in this show despite, you know, whatever, it's not controversial, but there's still a little bit of drama here and there. And I'm rooting for the couples. I get balls deep in this shit. Matter of, matter of fact, I wasn't going to go there, but not since I brought this up on the podcast, um, earlier about accents i'm gonna go into this you guys tell me what you think the other night i'm in bed and my princess jasmine starts rubbing my lamp so i know right then and there it's sexy time it's about to go down but since i've been all into this show um the indian matchmaker i had that shit on my mind so i'm like fuck let me go over there and i told her i was like hey how about I call you a partner during sex? Now, a partner is one of the characters from the show. I don't even find her attractive. She was the safe one. That's why I went with her. Um, I didn't go with the hot one, Nadia. I was like, I'm going to go with a partner. So I was like, hey, how about I call you a partner during sex? Now, when I'm saying this, she's ready. She's she's in the middle of getting ready. She's taking shit off, about to go into position. And she stops flat and says to me, are you serious? And I said, uh, yeah, let's role play. Let's be Indians. Let, let's use accents. You'll be a partner and I'm going to be Dilip. She turns to me and says, no, you're not fucking calling me a partner or any other woman's names. Why do you want to fuck another woman? I told her, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, I'm not fucking another woman. Dilip is. And I tried to make my case. I said, it's Dr. Roleplaying, but some next level shit. I'm a cardiologist named Dilla Patel, and you'll be a partner Singh, my patient's daughter who accompanied her father on a visit once to my office, and we took a liking to each other. So now we're about to get the fuck on. Now at this point, she's putting her panties back on. She asked me, how long have I been thinking about this elaborate backstory? And I dead ass just made it up on the spot. That's just how my mind works. Um, but unfortunately, not hers. So there went my Bollywood Bangapalooza fantasy, which sucks because I wanted to use my horrible Indian accent and say to her, I'm going to come in that Punjab Punani. That sounds like something Dr. Patel would say. Anyway, I got cancel cultured cock blocked. Am I wrong for this? Is it racist for me to use accents during sex? Is it cultural a porn creation? 
to use accents and race roleplay? I don't know if that's wrong. I don't think so. Let me know what you guys think. Um, send me some emails. One too many podcast at gmail.com. You know who I bet has really racist sex? Actors Ryan Reynolds and his wife Blake Lively. Like I'm talking about saying the N-word during sex. That's how racist the sex is. Not my kind of racist sex. Why would I think such a horrible thing? Because these two have so much white guilt that I'm getting suspicious they have more to hide. They keep apologizing about getting married eight years ago on some 300-year-old plantation in South Carolina because, and wait for it, they owned slaves back then? Um, duh, what the fuck did you white privileged fucks think a cotton plantation was used for back then? And who do you think worked it? Sure, the history of the place is fucked up. I mean, that's not cool. But as long as you didn't hire an all-black waitstaff and have them serve on your all-white guest, like Paula Dean, it's no biggie. You think when I get married in the basement of a Knights of Columbus, I'm going to be worried about what racist shit happened back there in the 50s and 60s? Fuck no. I'm looking for the best place into my budget. But Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively have I'm sorry money, which is why they were able to donate $1 million to the NAACP. Which leads me to believe a racist sex tape will be leaked. If it does, I'm watching those two get it on, like some sort of Hitler superior race fantasy. That motherfucker would come in his trousers watching that. While I think the million dollar donation is great, I mean, that's an that's a awesome thing. I'm sick of these Hollywood elites and their white guilt and bullshit agendas. At the end of the day, it's all self-serving. So please, Deadpool, shut the fuck up and be more like the Wolverine version of yourself that had no mouth. I love you as an actor, but remember, that's what you do for a living. You play make-believe. No one really gave a fuck where you guys got married. But if it led to you making a donation, that's great in the terms of what the money can do. But your reasonings, I don't agree with. Um, If you're going to give money, do it because you want to. Not because you're apologizing from some shit that you want to use to save your careers. Well, that's it for today's episode, kids. If you want to save my career, please remember to like, subscribe, follow, drop five stars, review us, share us. Anything that helps to get the word out about the Juan Too Many podcast. Because too many is never enough. And as always, thanks for listening. Much love. Until next time, toodles.